Limitless Wrestling fans, it's another edition of the Limitless Wrestling Podcast. John Alba here with the czar of Limitless Wrestling, Randy Carver. Oh, I am in a great mood, Randy. I'm sure you are, John. I actually am, too, even though I'm talking to you. Uh, it's a beautiful day. We got a show coming up. We got two shows, actually, this two coming shows. weekend. It's a joyous time in the world of Limitless Wrestling. Two shows coming up this weekend. Three total shows announced in the next month. Limitless Wrestling is back in the swing of things. I guess so. Doing more than we did before. Very exciting stuff here. Coming to you wherever you may catch your podcasts on the Limitless Wrestling podcast. In the aftermath of Fortune Favors the Bold, we also have some Ask Limitless stuff to get into on this edition. Ah. Man, you know, I get excited when we recap our shows, but this one, there's just a little extra pep in my step, Randy. Just a little extra pep in my step. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to get right into it, talking about Fortune Favors the Bold that aired on IWTV this past weekend. Oh, man. Oh, God. You know, I couldn't, after all this badgering, I just still couldn't get you to... Put prestigious on the main card, so we had to go out, create one of our own segments again, the Limitless Wrestling Main Event Attraction Challenge Extravaganza. You know who it is. And this opened up Fortune Favors the Bold. And dare I say, Randy, dare I say, this was a show stealer, prestigious defeating the team of Sea Stars and Rip Bison in an all-time classic Limitless Wrestling Trios match. It was certainly unexpected because what a unit you guys had to face. Ashley Vox, Delmi XO, who already defeated the Prestige. And obviously that's where we saw Mac Daniels come into the fold, your plan come to fruition. And now with Rip Bison on their side. And, man, John, you were uh, you were walking a little close to the fire there. Uh, there uh, without a swift kick from your boy Mac Daniels in a few more seconds, you were going onto a bed of chairs. As, I was pretty excited for that. As the great Bruce Springsteen once said, you can't start a fire without a spark, Randy. Oh, Christ. Um, sure, but uh, I credit where credit is due. You guys pulled it off. You found a way somehow by hook or by crook. Mac Daniels, BRG, Channing Thomas, standing tall at the end of the night. If you haven't seen this one, obviously stream the show on IWTV in full, but this is up for free on YouTube.com slash Limitless Wrestling. And is a hell of a match to watch. So much fun throughout. And just a uh, absolutely insane ending that you may have already seen the clip to where Ashley Box. Oh, we're going to talk about it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're we're going to uh, talk about it. Going but, to need some medical attention. But let's talk. Uh, let's break this thing down a little more here, Randy. Were you surprised by how well my boys worked together for the first time? I mean, I thought they were seamless. Yeah, well, this isn't going to be a prestigious fluff piece for you, but... Uh, I did think that they worked very well as a unit. And it's it's surprising because we have seen a lot of trios matches with the history of Limitless Wrestling and uh, some, some tandems and some teams that we've seen throughout it. And it's very tough sometimes when you see teams coming together for the first time, sometimes makeshift teams. But even in the world of MSP, who uh, I think a lot of people consider one of the uh, most talented trios that was going around the Northeast and really the independence for a time frame there. Uh, they had their troubles in trios action. They had their trials and tribulations as a team trying to get things together and get on the same page. So to see what these guys could do on day one, first time in a trios uh, situation, and especially 
against three people, the caliber of Ashley Vox, Delmi XO, and Rip Bison. I can't say it's not impressive. Yeah, of course not, because the presentation was electric. Um, they looked like superstars. They were prestigious. And I thought this match ruled. I was so blown away. Both teams had very good chemistry with one another. And, yeah, let's talk about that finish, man. The rocket launcher doomsday device. We're still coming up with a name for it. Do you have any suggestions for a name for it? No, no I, I don't. I'm maybe, not going to name that maneuver for you. Maybe no. I should call it the oh, my God, because that's what you said when you saw it. It was hard it, not to. Because you were blown away. Did you see Alec Price running laps around the ring after he saw it? I did. I did. <laughs> uh, Alec Price was getting loose during that match, but how could you not? I mean, there were uh, a lot of great moments in that matchup. The the triple cactus elbows off the ring, squishing your boys into the floor. I don't I remember that, that one a lot. I don't remember that. You don't? Okay. Yeah, you were running away shortly after, so I'm sure you spaced out there a little bit. No recollection. But... This was a hell of a match, and it just makes you think. I mean, what could be next for prestigious? I mean, you got to go figure. One of these three guys is already knocking on the door of the Limitless Wrestling Championship. What? Yeah, we're 2-0. and In what world? Undefeated, bro. I will contest that. Okay, whatever you're saying. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. Go check this out. It is on IWTV, obviously, as part of the entire Fortune Favors the Bull show, but it is also on the Limitless Wrestling YouTube channel. Where can they find that, Randy? Uh, YouTube.com slash Limitless Wrestling, of course. And throw a subscription down there as well. I believe we're at 883,000 as of today. Wow. Unreal. That is something. It's a lot of John Alba videos on there, so maybe that's why. Yes, not a lot of John Alba fans, though. Mm. There are, like, a lot of Mac Daniels fans, and you can, you can like, play your gimmick of, like, brushing that off, but you know that there are because I've seen the comments on the videos when Mac Daniels is there, and it's usually, usually, it's a lot of guys talking about how hot Mac Daniels is, and you know that. Yeah, and they're all fake John Alba accounts. <laughs> okay. What are they? Sure. Burner sure. John Alba's being sure. like, oh, Mac, you're so dreamy. <laughs> Where's the, accent, where's the accent come from there? Please tell me. Uh, I don't know. I just took a sip of iced coffee, and that's what came mm, out. So. Of course. Because, let me guess, Duncan? Hell yeah. Cool. Okay. All right, let's talk about this main card, because apparently that's what this is. This is a match that everybody has been speaking up about. I've seen it all over social media, even Hurricane Helms. I'm sure you were a big Hurricane fan back in the day. Though, actually, no. You were a big cruiserweight champion Gregory Helms fan, weren't you? I was. Of course you And were. I was a huge Hurricane fan, too, until we didn't get to do the match with Christian. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's right. I forgot Blink. about that. Mm. That stinks. <laughs> wasn't his fault. It's no, just a joke. No. But that, that should have happened. Mm. Anyway, they're talking about Becca versus Davey in a match that I got to call with Sam Laterna, who made her Limitless Wrestling debut. You like having Sam aboard? I do. Uh, I think she's a very valuable asset now to the team, and I uh, thought she did a great job here. Called some matches on this one. She's going to be back for the Pressure Point broadcast, and we obviously saw her backstage as well. And uh, I think all around it was uh, good reviews for Sam's debut. 
Oh, lots of good reviews for this match. This was a rematch of the Vacation Land Cup 2020 opener. We ran it back as the opener on Fortune Favors the Bold, and Becca turning the tables, getting a win against her best friend, who she's had some quarrels with in recent months. This was a very emotional match, if you're watching this, and Becca pulls out the most perfect 450 splash you're ever going to see, which you can see on Limitless Wrestling social media right now. We've posted a few different angles of it. Really just one of those matches that takes you on a ride if you're watching it, and Becca just proving that she belongs on the main stage. Davey Ann now. Ugh, Randy, something's going on here. Yeah, it's been it's been a tough skid for Davey Ann. Obviously, uh, she's been dominant throughout the seasons of the road, but on these IWTV specials, she just hasn't been able to get it together. The loss to Ava Everett at Double Vision, two straight tag match losses with Becca. Obviously, the crunchy squad not really working out as the team. And then uh, I, I think Davey came into this with all the confidence in the world that she was going to defeat Becca once again, prove everybody right, who uh, backed her in the VLC match they had in 2020. And Becca just has grown so much as a competitor. Uh, every single time you see her in a match, I feel like she's uh, fixed something different in her game to make herself sharper. And is just always trying to get a step ahead. And finally, this, what a huge victory for Becca. What an incredible match. Like you said, uh, an emotional roller coaster and very tough not to get sucked in because there's so many moments in that matchup where you're thinking it's going to be over and somehow it just keeps going. Uh, an incredible 450 splash to put it away, but uh, go out of your way. If you're only going to seek out a match or two from this show, this has to be on there because Becca and Davian tore it down. Yeah, and afterwards I approached Davey. I, I, yeah, what I, the hell is up with this? Well, thank you for helping me get her email, by the way. I, it was a, I'm not giving out Davey's email to anybody, I mean, especially you. I, I got the email address, and I just I wanted to throw her just some ideas I had. You know, I talked about wanting to make Davey M great again. Honestly, I want to make Davey M prestigious, you know? Ugh. I just want to make her prestigious again. No. And I think that there's a lot that we can do to help her get back on track, because you may think I'm being facetious here. I'm really not. I'm a huge Davian fan, and I want to see her back on track. You're a menace. What are you? What are you I, talking about? I'm a menace. You have bad intentions here. What? Uh, what kind of intentions could away. I possibly have here? It's just. It feels bad, John. It feels bad. I don't think Davian needs your help. I think she needs to get a victory to get back on track, and I don't yeah. think it comes through you. And we're two and zero. Oh. You're not, though. But <laughs> we are. The history here. Do you just disregard history? I have no idea what you're referring to. Do you have memory loss issues? No, Is there something that we need no, to address? No, 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 no. It's a fresh slate. It's been a fresh slate since I came back to Limitless Wrestling, and I'm undefeated. Okay, okay. There's like a little asterisk next to it. What do you mean? It's you were the one who banned me! Wrestling. Also, your boy is lost. Are you, are you just talking about when you're in the building? Is yeah. that when it counts? We're as a collective unit. Okay. 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 I just want to help Davey out. Okay. Just, I got you. Just throwing it out there and we'll see. Have you heard anything back yet? Has she mentioned anything to you? Uh, no, I can't say that she's uh, blowing up anything talking about John Alba. So mm. I have not okay. heard back. And All I right. think social media has been a little silent on her end about mm -hmm. anything to do with you. Okay, maybe maybe she just hasn't gotten an email. Can I'll I'll, I'll we'll yeah, talk. Yeah, I'm sure she's chewing it over though. We'll we'll talk it over after. Okay.
Alec Price promises bangas. He delivered one with Kevin Koo. You and I both expected this one to be a potential show stealer. I thought it was. Uh, really cool exchange at the end of this match where Price evades a sweep and just turns it into a surprise kick to the back of the head. Just really Alec Price once again proving that he is one of the fastest rising talents in the history of New England pro wrestling. So he delivers again, and guess what? Now he's earned his shot. He's going to be in the triple threat main event of Pressure Point with Daniel Garcia and Ace Romero. This was a huge one for Alec Price. It's really the last victory that he needed to get. And uh, Kevin Koo really brought a different fight to Alec Price than he's had in a long time. And he's it, it's just shown the range of Alec Price, what he can get done as a wrestler. Because you look at the, uh, the list of opponents that he's gone through lately, like a Ken Broadway, uh, wrestling Ace Romero on the road, Dave Yen on the road, TJ Crawford. The list goes on and on. Alec Price has just been thrown into all these different situations throughout the pandemic, throughout this year, and he's been able to get it done. Really, the only the only few times he hasn't got it done is, ironically, when Ace Romero's in the ring with him, who's in that triple threat match. We'll talk about that later. And at the Vacation Land Cup, when the championship was on the line. The big match situations, the huge ones, the ones that really matter, the championship opportunities, or the potential ones, are the ones that haven't gone his way. But everything else has built him to this point. Getting past Kevin Koo was really that last rung on the ladder to get to Daniel Garcia. And Kevin Koo, what a fight he brought to Alec Price. A physical matchup here. Awesome to have Kevin Koo back in Limitless Wrestling, someone that we've wanted to work with again for quite some time. Uh, he was scheduled for the canceled show in March of 2020. And uh, he's in insane shape right now, moving so well inside the ring and really was very close on a couple occasions of taking Alec Price out and potentially earning his way back to a championship opportunity. Certainly so. You think we'll be seeing Kevin Koo again soon? I do. Uh, I'd like to work with him very soon, actually. But uh, right now, I think uh, in a singles capacity, actually last night after uh, the AIW show on IWTV, Dom Garini announced that he's going to be taking a month or so off to kind of rehab some lingering injuries. So, I think we'll be seeing a lot of singles Kevin Koo to come, and uh, I hope it's in Limitless Wrestling. Certainly wouldn't be a bad thing. The competition defeated the main event. This was uh, full of acrobatics and extravaganza in itself. The competition rolling again, though, man. Champ Matthews is one hell of an athlete, isn't he? That he is, uh, and they make an incredible team. Connor Murphy, uh, super physical, super focused. And determined and Champ Matthews, he likes to have a little fun. He likes to pose for the ladies. But uh, when push comes to shove, when these two get on the same page, there's not a lot of teams that can hang with them. The main event, just, again, incredible tag team combinations. I haven't seen the likes of it in quite some time. These two know each other like the back of their hands, but just couldn't get the job done against the competition. But I think we'll be seeing more of both teams moving forward as this tag team division continues to build. Jody Threat made her return to Limitless Wrestling and defeated Ava Everett. Ava Everett lost focus because of your boy, Love Doug. And I don't think she's too happy about it. No, I think your favorite icon has a few things to say to Love Doug. And the few things might be a couple fists to the side of the head. Because she is not pleased with uh, Love Doug, of course, trying to show his support for Ava Everett. I, I thought it was very nice. Made some signs, 
that wasn't uh, that wasn't getting over very well with Ava Everett. She ripped him up. He had another sign, but honestly, like she couldn't keep her eyes off him throughout the match. Oh, she so didn't you... want him to be out there. Took her eyes off the ball. Jody Threat making her limitless return, able to capitalize, and I think it really shows that that loss to Love Doug in the Better Love match. I believe a month, month and a half ago on the road where Love Doug got his first victory in the series. That's really under her skin right now, John. Do you think she has like a Helga, Helga Pataki syndrome where she like low key <laughs> has a shrine I, to Love Doug? Now that would be intriguing. Maybe I, I think we need to get her on Get Your Heart On again with Love Doug and really kind of settle the score, put all the issues on the table because. We could have a situation like that, a little kindergarten crush action. But I don't know. Uh, she chased him not only out of the venue, but down the street. So uh, there is some weird stuff going on with the two of them. If it is a kindergarten crush situation, I think it's more of a I want to crush Love Doug situation. And uh, I feel like we're going to see them uh, in a, inside a ring together soon. Interesting. Robert Martyr defeated Ricky Archer. I just did a feature on Robert Martyr for Spectrum Sports here in Orlando, and I'm blown away by how mature and smart this guy is. And he put it on display in this match against Ricky Archer, who is starting to dabble into new territory on his own. Ricky Smokes, Smoke Show. What did you think of this match? Because combined age between these two guys was 41 years old, which is pretty insane. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Um, Like you said, it's very cool to see how far Robert Martyr is uh, with his knowledge and his wrestling career as well at the young age of 20. He's been doing this since 14 in some way, shape, or form. And uh, Ricky Archer, as you said, only 21. Uh, This was an incredible match of two impressive athletes who both have different styles, kind of a styles clash where uh, Martyr... uh, fancies himself as the Matt bully loves to keep it on the ground a technical wizard to an extent where Ricky Archer uh, he's going to show off his athleticism he's going to do a little flying a little springboarding uh, and and try to maneuver his way around you but Robert Martyr getting his first victory in Limitless Wrestling the slider Ricky Archer continues and this was a must-win match for both guys Robert Martyr getting another victory on the board keeping himself relevant in Limitless Wrestling and we'll see if the climb can come here because He's stepping up to some big-time competition backstage, and uh, I hope he realizes what he's getting into. One win can kind of, you know, get your confidence back to a level where you feel comfortable in the locker room again. You feel comfortable sticking your neck out there for big things. But, man, uh, going at J.D. Drake after the war that he had with Big Beef, yeah, that's interesting. That was interesting. I hope he knows what he's doing because that, uh, that was... That was calling your shot. That's, That's for sure. Certainly was. I'm gonna ask you this, you know, because I, I asked Robert Martyr this and doing research for my piece on him. Who do you think his two biggest influences are in wrestling? I I'm know ki- one is Harley Race. Harley Race is one of them, but he gave me two specifically. He um, he did mention Harley Race in like his group of like five. Harley Race and I. Feel like uh, Drew Gulak has to be. Drew in there Gulak as well. is is one of his top five as well, but he said there were two in particular. Ready for this? One of them is Roderick Strong. Okay. And the other is Fit Finley. No shit. So, That's awesome. Uh, was the what was the last was the last one Homicide by chance? No, it was. Let's see. He gave me Drew Gulak, Harley Race, Fit Finley, Roderick Strong, and 
Jonathan Gresham. Okay. You can see, like, influences of these guys in his style, Mm -hmm. too, because, like, Homicide, for instance, you see that kind of homicide lariat he pulls out time to time. Roderick Strong, you see a sick kick. Um, It's really cool to kind of see that through his style. I saw a lot of Dean Malenko in his style. That's Yeah, that's fair for sure. So, just my takeaway. All right, your uh, meaty men slapping meat match of the night. J.D. Drake and Beef the Freak. This new reborn Big Beef is now Beef the Freak. And he took it to J.D. Drake, targeted his knee. We know J.D. Drake is banged up. He talked about it with Robert Martyr. Um, But Drake, after losing to Daniel Garcia, no frills. He is just straight to the point business here. And he gets a much-needed win against Beef the Freak. After the match, Beef and your boy Rip Bison, who Beef had instigated a bit before, get in this all-out brawl and destroy the backstage area of the Armith Amvets. Just a whole bunch of chaos between this match and the post-match segment. Yeah, there was a lot to, to cover here, a lot going on. Uh, I think we really saw two different sides of both these guys, uh, J.D. Drake and Beef the Freak. Beef the Freak, uh, coming into this match, a changed man. And he's been, you know, put it out to the world, through the road, through the IWTV specials. He wants to be known as one of the best heavyweights in North America. Hell, the whole world and he had his opportunity here jd drake coming into this match as focused as you could be no bs no screwing around took it right to beef from the get-go and uh this was fun they they battled all throughout the amvets outside even they went through the doors uh hard to contain for referee eric greenleaf but it's jd drake at the end getting a victory and like you said uh, an all-out brawl in the back, nearly taking out Sam Laterna. She had a rough first night. Uh, beef and uh, Beef and Rip Bison battling throughout the backstage. They had to be torn apart. Then we see Robert Martyr getting in the face of J.D. Drake. Uh, a lot to take in here, but uh, I think we've got some matches to make from it. Yes, and I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out of those. And our main event, Daniel Garcia and Kevin Blackwood. Defeat. MSP, the stipulation was if MSP had won, we'd be getting tag titles. Guess what? We're not. Daniel Garcia wants to be the lone one with gold in Limitless Wrestling. He cements that. Furthermore, a shocking finish to this show. I think gauging social media, just about everybody expected MSP to win this and earn those tag titles for Limitless. They know how bad they've wanted them. But instead, not meant to be. Yeah, what an intense and emotional situation it was kind of sitting back and watching this one because everything that MSP has been working for, fighting for on the line here, they had the tag team division on their backs, and it's just it's got to be the most frustrating loss they've ever had in a limitless ring. I truly believe that because to have your your one win away from everything that you've wanted, especially since December of last year, putting out the mission statement that that's something that they want to fight for. They, they want to have their piece of the pie, too, in the tag team division. And uh, we've really, you know, used the past six, eight months building a new tag team division here at Limitless Wrestling. And now uh, it just didn't come to fruition for them. And it's, it's still never say never with something like that. But obviously the win here puts those plans in motion immediately. And it just doesn't happen. And I think it shows how much work Daniel Garcia and Kevin Blackwood have put in together, the bond that they share from Grappers Anonymous Training School in Buffalo, New York. Uh, they really prepared for MSP. 
and they did everything possible that they could to ensure victory for Daniel Garcia to ensure he holds the most important piece of gold in Limitless Wrestling for years to come. Alec Price not too happy about how Daniel Garcia goes about his business, calls him out afterwards, confrontation in the ring, and lights go out. Ace Romero makes his return. Ace Romero, very into my bar rescue tweet the other day, by the way. I don't know if you saw He's that. a big, like, bar rescue. Uh, <laughs> Restaurant Impossible. Show as well. Yeah, all that what stuff. That shit? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's interesting. Um, well, he's, he's back. We haven't really seen him in months. Now he's back, and he is. Some some are not too happy about this, Randy. Not you all right there? You you crinkling around some some no. Reese's pieces or something? What do you what do you got going there? You good? Yeah, I'm good, John. Okay. I'm saying people not too happy that Ace Romero's put in this title match here because he just waltzed in after being gone for six months. Well, uh, I can understand that, but I do think that, especially with the run that he's put in on the road, I don't know how you can consider uh, Ace Romero not a contender for the Limitless Wrestling World Championship. And uh, it's an interesting situation because Ace is, uh, you know, one of the guys who built Limitless Wrestling from day one, one of the most important pieces of the roster I think we have, and has put in a lot of time on the road, a lot of success on the road. We'll actually see him on the road season three finale later this week. But uh, I think you have to look at the resume that he's put together in Limitless Wrestling. I'm not sure how he can be denied, just like I don't think Alec can be denied anymore. I know Alec can't be denied. So I think you've got two guys with a legitimate gripe to get a Limitless Wrestling World Championship match stepping up at the same exact time. What do you do there? Well, it's going to be our big triple threat main event of our final closed taping special pressure point Friday, July 16th at 8 p.m. on IWTV. Pretty crazy that we're wrapping things up here with these closed shows, but it's got to feel good, I imagine, on your end especially. And oh, my God. It's uh, it's so cool to feel like we're going to see people again. You know, it still doesn't even feel real, but... Uh, it's such a credit to everyone who we've worked with on the road in these IWTV specials, the wrestlers, the crew, um, to keep things together and to keep a consistent product out there that's uh, still visually fun and entertaining and still uh, amazing with match quality. And uh, I think everyone has just pulled their weight and done an incredible job, uh, every single piece of the puzzle, and it's gotten us to this point. So it's awesome we were able to get through it and uh, continue moving forward, have the wheels continue to turn. But now uh, it's back to what we do best, and that's live events. That is true. And like you said, we're going to see Ace Romero one more time on the road, and he's facing your boy, Mac Daniels, in the main event of the Road Season 3 finale this Wednesday, 7 p.m. on IWT. I can't believe it. That's crazy. Did you did you like the breakdown that Mac Daniels did on the road this past week? He had, we, we saw Mac Daniels twice on the road this past week. Yeah, unfortunately. What do you mean? Oh, I mean, he's ripping apart Kaizen Pro Wrestling, who we had the uh, the awesome opportunity to work with this past week on the road. And then he's just drooling over that slingshot doomsday device. And uh, I don't know. What do we need that for? 
There are a few people who are, uh, you know, checking out your boy. You're right. He's got a few fans in the Twitter feed. Val yeah. Pancakes has come around to your boy. Uh, uh, Ava Everett. Of the road. Ava Everett. Yeah, yeah. She fancies your boy as well. She fancies <laughs> your boy. Ava Everett's a big, big Matt Daniels fan. There's always so, there's room for more in prestigious, Ava. Just Chill it out. Chill out. All right. We asked you to ask Limitless. We're going to do that momentarily real quick randy any update on the june 26th show that's coming up this weekend and then we also have the limitless wrestling student showcase this friday yeah so uh i'll start with the student showcase this coming friday we're back at ronco's in brewer still some tickets remaining limitlesswrestling.com slash showcase your boy gonna be in action the main attraction mac daniels going one-on-one with Alex Chamberlain making his return to Maine, someone you know quite well, John, from the Alba Star Search days. The first ever, and he let me down. So I cannot (laughs) wait. I cannot wait to see Mac Daniels bring this story full circle and give us a prestigious ending. We'll see. We'll see a big match opportunity for Mac Daniels, just like last time. Also on the card, anything goes. It's Big Cat. And Alexander Lee, after months of being at each other's throats, it's going to come to a conclusion, and all bets are off, all rules are off. It's Lee versus Big Cat. We're also going to see another member of Prestigious. The natural Channing Thomas will be in action that night. Uh, Delmi XO, Rip Bison, Dylan Nix, Dave Dyer, Eric Johnson. uh, A ton of people will be there. It'll be a lot of fun. As far as Dave Dyer goes, card is subject to change. And then on, on June... And then, of course, uh, let me touch on this Saturday as well. Patience is a virtue uh, coming up at the Yarmouth and Vets. At the time of recording, we've got a whopping six tickets remaining. Uh, and those come from someone who actually couldn't make it to the event, couldn't redeem their tickets anymore. So uh, those went back on sale. Uh, six tickets remaining as of right now. This will sell out. And I can't wait. Every match is a mystery. It's going to be a nice reintroduction to the Limitless Wrestling roster and awesome to party with our fans at Limitless Wrestling once again. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. I'm going to be honest with you, Randy. I have no interest in showing up at that show next Saturday. (laughs) What the hell? Why? Because it's nothing against you. I just, I don't know if I'm ready to be around those mutants yet. I really need to think about this. You're a piece of crap. You're fucking... I just, I just need to think about this, okay? Yeah, think about it. Let's it's see. Okay. Trust let's me. see. It's perfectly fine if you don't show up. I won't be heartbroken. Let, oh, okay, I'm glad to hear that. So, maybe rain check? Yeah, rain check. That sounds good. Rain check the rest of them. <laughs> okay, sure. Well, we asked you to ask Limitless, and because, uh, again, we just... There are all these mutants who... Go to these shows. Chad asks, do the new guidelines allow for pizza to be sold at the show, or should I eat before I get there? If the latter, where should I go? Of course, they're just, thinking, question, they're just thinking God, about food. Concerned about the pizza. They're just thinking about food and greasy stuff. Ugh. Go ahead. What do you got for yes. Chad? There will be pizza. There will be lots of pizza from Pat's Pizza uh, making their Limitless Wrestling return. That's one announcement you get. Pat's Pizza's coming back. Uh... And that's my suggestion. I mean, if you want to eat pizza before you get here, go to Pat's. They're very close to the Yarmouth Anvets. It's kick-ass pizza, but we'll be having pizza all night. Of course, the bar will be open as well. So 
drinks and food will be flowing. Great. Great. And no John Alba. That's the cherry on top. <laughs> okay. Great. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Michael asks, is Limitless going to have a live live IWTV event again? So this show, as we talked about last week, will not be broadcast live on IWTV. It will hit IWTV, but it will not be live on IWTV. Of course, yeah. Um, this will uh, this will have a premiere date kind of similar to what we've been doing with the IWTV specials, but you have to be there for it. It's not going to stream. Uh, we've been talking to IWTV frequently throughout this pandemic era wrestling because I mean, they were cool enough with the start to, to give us the time slot for the road Wednesdays at 7. Uh, that's been an awesome experience, and as well as these IWTV specials. So it's all about scheduling, of course, as is anything in independent wrestling. But uh, the plan is, yes, there will be some more live-streamed events on IWTV coming soon. Your boy Murdoch asks, where's Let's Wrestle? That's a good question. Uh, really, for uh, the future of Let's Wrestle, uh, we wanted to wait on... Uh, events to come back to the American Legion in Orono. Uh, we want to bring Let's Wrestle home to where it originated. So that's kind of the plan with Let's Wrestle right now. Um, as of right now, though, of course, in the central main area, we do have the Limitless Dojo Student Showcase events. Those are very akin, I would say, to a Let's Wrestle event held in Brewer at Ronco's. But uh, I, I think the future of Let's Wrestle is coming soon. I don't have anything set in stone. I don't have any dates to announce, but uh, it is on the horizon. Okay. Mikey asks a weird one. Who would win a fight between Frenchie the Ref and Chris Berry? That's not a weird question at all. It's one of my favorites. I thought about this heavily. Um, I think that Frenchie packs a punch, and we don't really know it. Do you know Frenchie? Have you met him at all? No. Frenchie runs a uh, traveling French fry stand that goes from, like, fair to festival, fair to festival. And he's also a pro wrestling referee. So whenever the fair dates come, he'll clock out at the at the fry shack around, you know, 6 o'clock, come over for bell time, and then he'll hit the fry shack again. He's a, he's a worker. He's a mover and a shaker. And I think Frenchie, I think he packs a punch. I think Chris Berry, uh, he might have a little dodge and weave in him, but I'm not sure if he'd see that uppercut coming, and I think Frenchie would knock him one. Yeah, I don't think Chris Perry would see a lot of things coming, so I think that Frenchie would probably win based on your description there. Well, speaking of referees, Eric Greenleaf asks, not a question, but I want John Allen to say one good thing about me. Well, this is Ask Limitless, and he didn't ask a question, so no. Jessica oh, asks, come on! With so, you can't just glide over that like that. This is Ask Limitless. In Ask Limitless, we ask questions. He self-admitted it's not a question. Therefore... Can we just talk about... Can we just talk about this real quick can we talk about what happened to him at the taping are we allowed to talk about that bro of course <laughs> okay right. fuck i'm i don't even know where i was it's, you were on it, no it's you and i were calling a match together oh yes <laughs> and uh you motioned to me and there's eric greenleaf like he has died the, I look at him stairs. and I, well, of course, because this is Limitless Wrestling and, and, and we have a Goon Squad staff, I, I see Eric Greenleaf on the ground and no one's doing anything. So me, out of, out of me, me of all people, showed concern and empathy to, to Eric Greenleaf, motioned to you and say, oh God, you got to go get him. Yep. Um, he was okay. Uh, all in all, he had uh, some uh, a bad reaction to his COVID vaccination shot. But the next day, Greenleaf was up and ready to go. It was a wild day for Eric Greenleaf. We went to a uh, breakfast diner, Miss Portland, and uh, 
they had lunch food, right? Greenleaf gets there, and we're, we're all talking about what we're going to get, and he's he fucking he's putting it over that he hates breakfast. He hates breakfast food. Not a fan of it. And they have a bunch of lunch options, and what does the motherfucker do? He orders breakfast food. <laughs> they have a full lunch menu. And I'm like, bro, you're just torturing yourself. And then, of course, he fucking passes out on the stage. <laughs> so it was a rough day for Eric Greenleaf, but he persevered. I believe the words from you to me were, take over. So I took over the control of the taping, which was just... I, I did, because I had to take him outside. <laughs> which was just the greatest uh, night of my life, let me tell you. Greatest night <laughs> in the history of sport. You'll, you'll be amazed by how good the next taping is. It's crazy. Anyway, um, Jessica asks, with so much talent getting signed during the pandemic, what fresh faces do you hope to bring into Limitless? Always a good question. Um, we're very fortunate with these IWTV specials in the road, honestly, to to work with a few people who are on my short list to bring in like a Lee Moriarty, Robert Martyr, uh, big beef, just to name a few, but, uh, Judas Icarus from really the other side of the country, but, uh, up in Canada right now, uh, Judas Icarus is someone I'd love to bring in and work with at some point. Uh, Nick Gage, who, uh, we actually did. I think we revealed it last year, but yeah. we did have something set in stone for him at WrestleProm, And I think that was going to be so much fun. So, that's another one that I really want to set up at some point. Uh, there's a there's a carload too that I won't reveal actually because I think it's going to come to fruition. But Robert Martyr has uh, put together quite a carload that I really want to bring up here from his neck of the woods. So stay tuned on that. But uh, I got a few ideas up my sleeve. I always love working with new talent. I've had the eye out recently watching a lot of uh, different shows that are streaming on IWTV just to kind of. Uh, look around the territory now that uh, a bunch of places are running again, which is awesome to see. Connor asks, are there any plans to have fan-attended tapings of The Road once live events resume? So, uh, I think at the moment, I, I didn't really know when we were going to talk about this, but I think The Road's going to go on a bit of a hiatus right now um, because uh, after the finale, of course, because I really want to put all of our efforts into bringing live events back and not even just back to the same venues, but some new spots around Maine, some new spots in general, um, getting Let's Wrestle back into the swing of things, continuing with the student showcase events, and obviously uh, the major Limitless events every month. I uh, Even just with uh, live events kind of starting back up within the past month and just you know trying to hit the ground running and get some events squared up, I realized how difficult it is to uh, continuously put out like a good uh, weekly wrestling product that I'm proud of that uh, is just a lot of editing that goes into everything. So uh, I, I think it's going to go on hiatus for a little bit, but I've, I've thought about the future of it a lot because a lot of people have asked. I, I do think it's a format that we're going to keep in our back pocket and it's something that may uh, change structurally a little bit. Maybe that's what uh, any time that we do like the, uh, dojo tapings anymore because I feel like that's something that it'll eventually come back. I feel like that's what the road may morph into and maybe uh, some batches of episodes instead of full, you know, 15 to 17 episode seasons. But uh, it's not something we're throwing away, but I do think it's something that's going to be on the back burner for a little bit while we kind of get back in the feel of live events and see what that's all about. Good to hear that. Uh, the Weekly Wrap asks, will Limitless Wrestling be back at the Portland Expo this September? Well, um, with all that talk about hitting the ground running, I don't want to run before we walk. You know what I mean? Um, I still do kind of feel from people that uh, 
they're weary, some people, on, on coming back to pack live events or uh, maybe they're waiting it out a little longer. But restrictions uh, ha- have completely kind of opened up. A lot of the state is vaccinated at this point. And I think if you uh, I think at this point, if you wanted to get vaccinated, you probably have been. And uh, we're going to, you know, plan out uh, a pretty beefy summer schedule into fall. But uh, I don't want to get too ambitious and, uh, you know, trip up and have to take a step back. I really want to build back to a good position of where we were. And I think the reception of this first event back is very encouraging for what our future could be. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, there's any specific month we'll be there, but it's certainly something that we've talked about, you know, since the pandemic happened is that's something that we want to go back and do. It was such a monumental event, September of 2019, Know Your Enemy, uh, an amazing experience, and that's something that I want to do again. So I'm not really sure when it'll be, but uh, you can definitely expect another trip to the Expo in our future. Alex Quirk asks, with the first event back on a Saturday, will this be a trend going forward? Uh, for the majority, I think, yes, uh, of Yarmouth events. Obviously, uh when scheduling a lot of things go into it availability of wrestlers availability of the ring and the venue so a lot of stuff has to line up for a lot of this stuff to work out but uh saturdays is something that i want to continue to do moving forward i think on the uh, average fan it's an easier day to attend and for the average wrestler it's an easier day to travel so uh it is something that i do want to keep uh, a reoccurring theme especially in yarmouth so i think at least for our first few events back you can expect it to be a saturday Good to hear that. I like Saturday shows for sure. Let's see, what else do we got here? We got Don asking, you have so many great tag teams. When will there be a tag team championship? Well, that is all very much up in the air right now, I feel like, Don. It is. I mean, the easy answer is ask MSP, but (laughs) that's not a good answer. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's true. It's, uh, as I think we said last week, it's something that, Uh, I talked about with MSP and a few others within the company about in December of uh, 2020 to try to hash out kind of what our plan is moving forward, because it was something that we were looking to put in motion before the pandemic, maybe for the end of that year. But obviously, a lot of stuff had to be put on hold when everything went down. So that was one of them. That was a casualty of the situation. And uh, they had their opportunity to really uh, make that come to fruition quicker. It didn't happen. Uh, I never say never, like we said earlier, but as of right now, uh, it's not something that's going to happen uh, in the immediate future. Calderas, coming from me, this is quite strange, but where is JT Dunn? It is quite strange coming from the back row mafia, but uh, honestly, uh, at the time that Limitless Wrestling kind of got our footing again and started diving into tapings once again, JT wasn't doing a lot of wrestling at that point. Uh, he took some time off last summer. Ended up coming back to the New England Pro Wrestling Academy. I think he's really created a new version of himself there. And uh, he's doing a lot of great stuff through Chaotic Wrestling right now. I saw him pop up at uh, New England All-Star Wrestling as well. So uh, he's back out there in full force. And uh, I definitely think that you haven't seen the end of him in Limitless Wrestling. But uh, it gets tough to a point when when so much great talent comes through the road, is ready to go for these Limitless events, and they end up getting booked up very quickly. So... Uh, There's a plethora of wrestlers that we really want to use right now. Obviously, JT's on that list, so I think uh, you might be seeing him come back to Limitless Wrestling at some point soon, but uh, nothing set in stone. we got a few more minutes here. Johnny Torres asking, why isn't there any taxidermy in the locker rooms anymore? (laughs) That's a great question. Um, One of the first shows that I think 
we did together in Maine was at the Moosehead Trail Motor Lodge in Dexter. And uh, that was like a motel bar, but oh, it was that really place. a bar with a motel. I- IWE used to run there, right? Hell yeah. Oh, that place was something. It was. Um, it was the first time we walked in there, though. They pointed us in the direction of the locker room, and I opened the back door, and there you can't even fucking move. There's so much taxidermy in that little room to walk to the little locker room. It was crazy. I've never seen that much in, like, one room in my life, but uh, what a place that was. That is one of the craziest venues I've ever been to for a show, and I don't know if I mean that in a good way or not. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely sure. a main bar motel. Yes, that is for sure. Uh, we got a couple more here. Dan asks, obviously, the goal for most wrestlers is to get on TV from a booking standpoint. Is it difficult when someone gets signed, especially when they are the champion? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. The cool, thing, the cool thing about the team that we've had for quite some time is the communication is always very open with each other. And uh, if you have a chance to kind of uh, figure something out and uh, continue to get people there right until – uh, they have to leave to go somewhere. Uh, it makes things a lot better uh, for the overall product and presentation and the fans who get to win at the end of the day and, and see their person, you know, uh, right off into the sunset, so to speak. But uh, obviously, with so many talented independent wrestlers, that's the risk you're going to run for shows yeah. like this. And it kills is, me that uh, we've lost so many talented people that didn't get a proper send off in front of fans. I agree. Uh, that That's the one thing that really hurts about uh, the moments that we've been able to share in this pandemic era is that uh, like a Christian Casanova and Anthony Green, uh, those send offs don't get to happen in front of people. But uh, it's cool that we have, you know, the video library that's available on YouTube and IWTV. It's stuff that we can go back and watch and still experience in a way, shape or form. But uh, yeah, it's, it's certainly been different. It's been an adjustment, especially in the pandemic era. We got our last question from Ryan. With the pandemic era of Limitless coming to a close, who are your MVPs of the past year in and out of the ring, and why is John Alba one of them? Oh, wait, no, that was, that was <laughs> a great question. You're honest. On. You are one of them, John. Honestly. Oh, thanks, uh, Randy. That's so sweet of you. Do you want to join? Pres- work. Do you want to join uh, Prestigious? Huh? Do you want to join Prestigious? No. Uh, okay. What the? No. <laughs> um, you are on that list. Uh, I would say. I mean, it's. It's got to be everybody who's come through this year in, in some way, you know, the, the entire roster of the road and the pandemic at the dojo series who kept Limitless Wrestling relevant, who kept us moving. Our production crew, Harry, Paul, Tony, John, uh, Ethan Scrutchfield, who stepped up and uh, was the ring announcer throughout the entire pandemic for the road, for the IWTV specials. Johnny Torres. Uh, Johnny Torres, mm-hmm. who uh, really came into the comment, like came into his own on the commentary team this year, um, he really stepped up. Uh, even on the Limitless Dojo shows as well, uh, has really stepped up and uh, been able to been put in a position. And I don't have to worry about it one bit. Uh, the Limitless Dojo students, who uh, have been the energy around ringside for a lot of these tapings, they've been the ring crew throughout the pandemic. They've been doing a lot of odd jobs. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, the wrestlers who all stood out in this pandemic era, I think Daniel Garcia has had some of the best matches he's ever had uh, on these Limitless Wrestling shows. I think all the people that we've seen kind of rise into the Limitless Wrestling roster and secure their spots, like a Davey N, Becca, the competition, Waves and Pearls, Love Dog. Um, I don't know. The list goes on. I'm going to forget so many Alec people. Alec Price. But, 
Alec Price, uh, Anthony Green, Ace Romero, uh, for everything they've done for the road. Uh, it's just, it's been an incredible team effort from everybody who's really pushed this thing forward. And now, uh, you know, the, the end is kind of finally here because uh, we're coming back to live events. We've got the last closed taping special airing on the 16th of July. Uh, it really feels real that um, things are getting back to normal in the world of limitless wrestling. And it's going to be awesome to experience that with everybody on Saturday. That it will. Six tickets remain as of this recording. Looking forward to it. Patience is a virtue. We will see you guys next time here on the Limitless Wrestling Podcast.